0: And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Baghdad Book. In a world of terrible social media choices, nothing stands out more than Baghdad Book.
1: previously on What Is Not. I'm Magic, and now you're invisible? Don't worry, it's all part of the plan. Do you have a
2: work order or some sort of paperwork I can be looking at?
3: We're rescuing the people who are locked up, and we are trying to find a cure for Kevin and Ambrose. We need answers, and we're trying to take down CryptoCore.
2: You remember when you took your pictures that you were looking down A elevator shaft that was considerably deeper than one floor. There's one guard. Bruce wants to take her out. The next thing she knows, something has her around the neck and she is falling to the floor. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some
1: ancient prophecy that something bad is going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets.
3: Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on.
1: Where bumps in the
3: night
2: aren't the house settling.
4: Trying to find answers.
2: And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers.
5: My mom used to tell me all of these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, it's
2: crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Maybe something happened down at CryptoCore. The Expert. Susan Donaldson. The Town Vet. The Freelancer.
5: People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm
4: in. The Deathless. Bruce the Zombie. And his father cast a spell to bring him back.
1: The Initiate. Donovan Pelayan, part of an
0: ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier He works for Crypticore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's
2: very hard to tell
0: what is real
2: and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad.
4: post-Bruce's end of last session, beginning of this session, as soon as he gently lays the guard down that he very politely choked out without any (laughs) intent to scare or harm, he's going to cue up his phone and he's going to start playing Everybody was Kung Fu fighting! (laughs) And then he's going to start performing a kata routine, but he's invisible. So he doesn't really realize nobody's seeing it. No.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's that. That was one of the one wonderful things about the last session is he's doing all these Ninja moves down the hallway and absolutely nobody's seeing
3: anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. So I hear the song and I run after him and, and I can see the guard lying there. So I try to high five Bruce. I don't think we're very successful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Could you remind us? Brian was the driver,
2: mm-hmm.
3: the Uber the not Uber, Uber the Uber. Uber driver. Carl was best friend.
2: Beth, I don't think actually knows Carl. <laughs> no. he knows Carl's no. boss,
3: but he was yeah. the one that helped out. Yeah, and Sam and Sigmund. I don't.
2: Sigmund is the security guard that is now Zeke's personal assistant because he wanted the letter of recommendation.
3: Oh, 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 Sigmund. Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: And he also happens to be the son of Sam Stanley, who is Beth's boss at the auto mechanic shop.
3: Oh, okay. All right. So they got just wrapped up in this. Okay, sorry. Moving
2: on. All right, so right now you've got everybody but Bruce and Susan in the hallway leading to, like, around the corner from the hallway that all of this craziness is taking place, and you guys hear Kung Fu fighting playing, and yeah, that's where you're at. Can
1: Donovan see that the security lady is, you know, on the floor, not standing up or whatever anymore? Yeah, if he he looks back around the corner. I think when I hear the music, I'll look back and I'll say, hey. Beth uh, <laughs> the guards uh fallen down I, I I think maybe maybe we should head back in and see what's going on.
5: probably what happened?
1: Oh, who knows, but I hear music, so <laughs> I imagine Bruce was involved
3: <laughs> Bruce happened,
1: <laughs> Bruce happened. <laughs> what happened Bruce happened. <laughs>
3: I
5: guess.
1: So we're going to head in, right? Right, Beth?
5: I mean, what else are we going to do? We've got a red panda and a cat carrier. Might as well.
1: By the way, uh, red panda, are you able to turn back into a human now if we wanted to stop?
0: Well, not if I'm in a cat carrier. That sounds painful.
1: Well, I mean, if we wanted to drop the ruse of you being a prisoner, would you be able to control your lustful nature and turn human and be normal again?
0: I think so. I think so. I think, uh, you know, over time, I'm getting a little bit better handle on this whole shifting business. And so, yeah, I'm picturing this cage is more like, you know, those things they roll onto stage at one of those Siegfried and Roy things that hold the big tiger.
5: It is not that big.
0: That's what (laughs) I'm imagining. No.
5: (laughs) Question. Can Zeke talk as a red panda? Or was when he was talking? All we heard was.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> you hear a lot of chittering and red pandas make the cutest little squeaky noises. So yes, okay. that, that is
0: what is happening. But I think he does know red panda ASL. And so <laughs> I think he's able to communicate in that way.
5: No, it would be funnier if you just like were waving your arms in the air and like talking to us. Like we knew what you were saying and we're like, I don't understand. I don't. And then either. you just start shaking the
3: bars.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There was a moment in the last episode where Zeke knew where you were supposed to go, but had no way of communicating it to you. So this little red panda is like smushing his paws against the screen of a phone to try and bring up Google Maps and <laughs> point out where it was like. It's an adorable image.
0: I must say that would be one of the most frustrating things to want to use Google Maps and to be unable. It's just. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, that's the only frustrating part of being a panda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Zeke has enough dexterity, though, in his paws that he can unzip the carrier or unlatch the carrier. I'm picturing maybe like a medium sized dog crate.
5: We have to carry it. It is not that big.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know how big a red. I think red pandas are a little bigger than kittens, though. Red
2: pandas are probably a little bit bigger than Ollie. Like just very little bigger than Ollie.
0: Oh really? You think they that I was picturing
2: Oh yeah. No, they're, they're like they're a tiny.
0: raccoon size. For
4: our listeners, how big is Ollie?
0: <laughs> he is about eighteen to twenty pounds. Yes. An adorable Havanese.
2: He Absolutely is delightful,
0: <laughs> unless he sees something outside, in which case he's a nightmare. A
1: red panda weighs between three point two and fifteen kilograms, or seven point one
0: and thirty-three point one pounds.
5: It's the same size as my cat. Well, it can be when it's really tiny.
0: Okay, so yeah, that's roughly twenty pounds or so. Yeah. All right, so Zeke manages to unlatch this Ollie-sized cage because it just sounds rather painful to transform back if still in said cage. And steps out and Red Panda be gone! Which <laughs> or whatever, he just sees Red Panda waving his arms in the air. But that's what Zeke is saying to himself. Red Panda be gone. And he pops back up into zeke Are you very close? Am I very clothed or close? Clothed. clothed.
2: No, he is, I think, in I believe the last time we saw him, he was in a jockstrap. strap. <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't. Rec- I don't recall that, but that sounds okay.
1: All right, okay. Hey, welcome back, Seat. We should probably get you some clothes. And uh, <laughs> hey, that lady's unconscious now, so let's run in there. And you take her put on her clothes and let's <laughs> try to figure out what the heck's going on.
5: Wait, 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 wait. Why are
3: we stealing people's clothes now?
1: She works for the bad guys. It's it's we got this is an emergency.
3: We're not leaving her naked. She has a she has a coat.
1: Well yeah, for, don't for, put on her like bra and panties. I'm just just <laughs> yourself up. With-
2: <laughs> for modesty's sake, we will say that there is a laundry basket full of orderly clothes sitting there ready to be donned. <laughs> Great. Right.
4: Okay, I was stripping hard. <laughs> Question: Does Team Invisible see him in his naked state? Yes. Yeah. I, I think Zeke
0: is hard to miss in his naked state. This large, hairy dude.
4: After that first song finishes, Bruce changes it to. I'm too sexy for my shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's definitely Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, knock it off.
5: Can we please continue what we were doing? Zeke put clothes on.
0: All right. Zeke dashes into a nearby supply closet and sees a one of, one of those things. So it was like Carhartt one-piece. Cover coveralls, thank you. That's the word I was searching for in a XXL big dude size. So he jumps into that and everyone can breathe a sigh of relief.
3: And I'm very focused on the guard. Once I saw the guard was down, I'm in the pockets. I'm hunting for a key. Do I find anything obvious?
2: The way you guys got down there was Ambrose used his orderly badge to get in. And so she has her own badge That you probably figure unlock things that she's allowed to go into.
3: All right. I grab that key card and I run back down the hallway and I kinda shout behind me because I realize they can't see me. I said, Oh wait, they can see the key. The key is moving. Yeah, the key is like bobbing
2: down the (laughs) the
3: hall. Follow
1: me.
2: Let's follow that key.
5: (laughs) this is some harry potter (laughs) crap
3: (laughs) i'm very focused on getting athena out and so as soon as i get to that door i try the key and hope it works
2: it unlocks and the
0: door opens up oh my god no rolls required
3: nope i run inside and i go straight for athena and i give her the biggest hug and Those the door crying. closes and she's locked in
2: forever
1: click <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> end of
1: story
4: don't give Joe ideas
3: at this point i don't care athena is safe let,
4: let me, me understand this you. so when bruce chokes out a bad guy invisibly that's creepy But when she goes in and hugs somebody invisibly, that's not creepy. No, that's
2: scary
1: as hell. Yeah, that would still that would still be creepy. Yeah, I didn't even think
2: about that. Very, (laughs) very disturbing.
3: So I imagine Athena doesn't react super calmly to the fact that. No, she probably screams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she's like, what is it? What is? It? Oh God! She's like, Susie's touching me.
3: Oh my God, Athena! It's me. It's Susie. It's Susie. We're here. We're here to rescue you. Are you? As ready? everyone else rounds the corner,
2: she like clutches her chest, like, oh my God, this is this has been a hard day for everybody involved.
3: She just <laughs> wants to go home.
1: If Donovan <laughs> follows the key into the room. I'll shout out, hey. Hey, everybody, we're here to rescue you. Some of us are invisible, but we're all all here. The gang's all here. We're going to get you out.
2: Okay, so you've unlocked the one that had Carl, Lou, and Athena in it. Um, I'm assuming you also unlocked the one that has Brian, Sigmund, and Sam in it?
5: Yes. Nope, we're just picking and choosing the people we want to (laughs) save. Not
3: those guys. Sorry about it. Is there anybody else in the other ones? or I can't remember.
2: Yeah, down that hall, there's like probably four rooms full of orderlies that are just kind of standing comatose in the middle of the rooms. And then in the four rooms closest to the doors are what you guys probably surmise as some of the missing homeless people.
3: Okay, I think we should come back for the rest once we figure out how to cure the orderlies and have more help.
1: We may not have another. I mean, we got to get everyone out now. We may not be able to get in here again.
3: I have an idea. Remember Jason, I don't know if I can send a video yet, but once we get to a place where we have connection again, I want to send him a video of what's going on because he's reporting that CryptoCore, that these people were arrested, but here they are in the CryptoCore basement. Do you guys mind if I record a, a quick video and try to send it to him? Maybe he can help us from the outside.
0: I'm trying to remember Jason, is Jason the dad that Zeke had the hots for when we were in the house with hmm. Yep. Yep.
2: Yes, but he's also the local news anchor.
0: Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so I—if you go, are you guys okay
3: with that?
1: I think that's a good idea.
3: Yeah. Okay, so I start a video, and I'm putting it over my head so that everyone can be kind of seen in it. And I say, Jason, it's Susie. I'm here in the CryptoCore basement. Those individuals you identified as being part of a terrorist cell were not arrested. They were held against their will by CryptoCore. You can see they are now with me. We are going to try to get out, but we don't know if we can make it without outside help, which is why I'm sending this to you. Cryptocore is not who they seem. The creature who threatened your daughter was one of theirs. Don't trust what they tell you and parrot what they say. Seek the truth. Speak the truth. I know we can trust you, Jason. I stopped the video.
2: Okay, now in that video, did you get pictures of the orderlies and the homeless people in the cells, or was it just the people in the hallway?
3: I was basically circling in the hallway and showing him the people behind me, images through the windows behind me.
0: Was that something you live streamed or you recorded to send to him later?
3: I am recording a video to send to him. I wanted it to be like less than a minute so that I could text it. So he doesn't have it. I'm going to try to text it to him now.
0: Yeah, you're in the third sub-base. <laughs> it's like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of what I was wondering about. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, you said before that we didn't have connection, but I'm basically going to try to send it so that as soon as we get connection, he can get the video.
1: Okay, that's a very good idea. I like that. Okay, so we have to get high enough up and out or whatever to get a signal out to the outside world.
0: We should probably leave, though, before we send it, or otherwise people are going to be alerted to our presence right because if anybody at crypticore watches the news they're going to know that we're in the building
3: yeah well we're going to try to leave now i just right. don't
0: know right. if we're going to be able to leave with all these people <sighs> so we have to
3: get back to the truck which will not fit everyone and for trying to rescue the homeless people the
0: orderlies. can donovan invisibilize of uh, the orderlies and and rescued folks
1: i can give it a shot Okay, everyone Everyone, gather around me. Everyone who we're rescuing, gather around me. Well, let's
2: hold on a second. Some some steps were skipped here. (laughs) What doors are being opened? All the doors. (laughs) We're opening all the doors, right? All the doors are being opened. We're
1: rescuing everybody. But
3: the orderlies, aren't they like, if they go crazy like Ambrose did... Like oh. I'm just worried about yeah, you know, let's not. I'm just worried about releasing them.
1: No, that's a good point.
3: So the next step is actually finding a cure. If we can find a cure and come back to them, that's the other thing we have to do while we're here. So we want to get everyone out. So oh boy, I feel like we need to get Athena, Brian, Sigmund. I need we need to get them out while we find the cure. And I don't. How are we going to do this?
0: Well, could we maybe query them to see if they're aware of what the folks at CryptoCore are doing? I mean, if they've been down here, maybe they have some insights as to, you know, the process that's been used or what's been done to these people to uh, put them in this state.
3: Are you going to tap on the glass? Seek, ask Sigmund. Hmm? Ask
0: Sigmund. He's your employee. Oh, is he also down there? Mm -hmm. So he's one of the ones that was locked up.
3: Yes. Oh,
0: why was he
5: locked up? Because he's associated with us.
0: He's associated with you. Oh right, because they know all right, I forgot. They know that I'm not I'm working for the enemy, as it were.
2: You're the leader of the terrorist cell that's working out of Baghdad, Matt. Yeah. Everybody who's been associated with you is in trouble right now.
0: Yeah. It's so true. I've just it's the minor detail slipped my mind. Okay. So, yeah, so I I go up to Sigmund and I say, you know, hey, guy, you know, what can you tell us about what's going on here? What things are uh, they using to, well, gosh, what are we trying to figure out? We're trying to figure out why the orderlies are in the state that they're in, like why they're zombified. And how to cure them.
3: How to cure them. Well, you could just
5: ask him what he's he's seen since he's been down here, which hasn't been for very long.
0: Right. Okay. So just kind of ask him to describe. Do I need to roll for that? No, he can
2: tell you. So let's deal with all of these people that have been locked up. So the first thing that I think is going to happen is Carl is going to pick up the gun of the security guard that Bruce chokehold. So you got one guy here who is armed and helping you out. The basic consensus from everybody is that each person was kind of arrested, but instead of being taken to um, the the police station, they were all taken here, and they were led in here by orderlies. They described the people that you know these zombie like orderly people that kind of corralled them into these two cells. And they've kind of just been sitting here. They know that there are two sub-basements above this. Sigmund never heard anything about these spaces. He knew there was something maybe lower down because he guarded this area before he became your assistant, but he had no idea it went down this low. And he's like, if you're looking for other stuff can't imagine it wouldn't be kept in this building, because all the other buildings are pretty normal, and I've been through most of those. I've not been to any of the places
0: down here. So it sounds like we need to do a little bit more exploring in, the, in this space that we're in right here.
2: Yes. Looks like the hunters have more investigating to do. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Ice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not? We just finished recording the season finale of What Is Not, so that should be coming out around April, I think. And like we did with Cautious Optimism, we'll be doing a season finale special before launching into season two. For that special season finale episode, we're going to probably ask you for questions, so start thinking about those now. But you don't have to wait for April to ask those burning questions. You can send us questions or comments now. You can post them in our Slack channel, where we often have fun conversations going. To join, all you need to do is go to geektogeekmedia.com and find the link under the Contact Us tab. We are also on other social medias. You can find us on Twitter at As The Dice Roll RP or on Instagram at As The Dice Roll, or you can email us at podcast at As The Dice You can follow our cast members in their other internet endeavors. Todd is now a full time co host on Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. You can also read Todd's book, Tag Your IT, by going to ToddSullivanBooks.com. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. And you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Sunday, December 25th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism, and then again on January 1st to ring in the new year with the next episode of What Is Not. Until then, let's see what else the hunters find in the CryptoCore sub-basements
4: This level
2: you've kind of established is still not really recovered from the initial explosion. So everything you've looked around you've seen has been kind of like burnt out. There's been fires. You know, this seems to be the only little part of this floor that hasn't been terribly damaged by the initial explosion.
0: And do we have a full understanding of everything that's on this level? Or could there be other wings or hallways or other things that weren't as yet unaware of.
2: Everything looked like it was busted up and burnt out and blown up and destroyed, except for this little wing. It's kind of like, as you went further down the hall, this was the only area that had any lights that were fully working, and it looks like it's just kind of a convenient holding pin for people at this point. What it looks like this place was originally was used for was experimentation. Like, there's all these kind of burnt-up dentist chair looking like things and operating rooms and honestly, it looks like an icy unit from a zombie film. Like, from The Walking Dead, like, after everybody's cleared out, it's just all burnt out and
4: a mess. All right. Bruce takes pictures and adds it to his Pinterest list of how he wants to decorate his home. (laughs) (laughs) Apocalyptic chic.
5: Yes. Should we investigate a mystery or something? We need
3: to go up to the second floor and...
0: Oh, so the answer may lie in the first or second sub-basements as opposed yeah, to this third we one. Yeah, haven't been there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Sigmund, that information didn't really tell us a whole lot. Other, you know, didn't give us any insights as to how they've turned these orderlies into automatons.
5: Well, I mean, he's not going to have that
0: info. Yeah.
1: Well, if he was a good assistant, he would. I think he's dropped the ball, really. <laughs>
5: do you think when they bring people down here they have them sit in a room and give a powerpoint on all of their dark plans
0: (laughs) i think hr makes them watch a video
2: so you've been captured by a big clandestine corporation What like, are your that, next steps? Yes. <laughs> that would be great. Let's just find this video, guys.
1: Okay? Problem solved.
0: <laughs> if you want to get your next paycheck, you need to watch these six videos.
5: Oh, oh my God. With the bad acting, just like the <laughs> sexual harassment videos from HR. Exactly.
0: exactly.
5: <laughs> so you've been kidnapped by an
3: evil corporation.
5: <laughs>
3: what do you do now? My God. I feel like we're going to run out of time at a certain yeah. point.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah.
3: Because we have all these what? people to rescue. We have two floors to explore. How do we keep them safe while we're trying to solve this other problem?
1: Okay, so we're res- we're, we're, we're opening the doors for everyone except the orderlies, right?
0: Yeah, because yes. they're in zombie state, yeah.
1: Okay, so let me take Lou and everybody and try to make them invisible so they'll yeah. be yeah. safe.
2: Okay, so I'd say you are now joined by eight Homeless guys, they've been kind of cleaned up and are in, like, either sweatpants or or kind of hospital gown type things.
3: Do I recognize any from our events?
2: You, you probably do. You probably recognize one or two from your...
3: Oh, but they can't see me. So.
2: But they can't see you, yeah.
3: Ambrose can probably
5: get that part under control. Yeah, most likely. Ambrose is with
3: us, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Meaning because he knows them and he can kind of chill them out?
5: Yeah, most likely, yeah.
2: Yeah, so we'll say that Ambrose was like, "All right, guys, um, we're getting you guys out of here, but you just gotta have to kind of roll with it. Like these guys are just here to help us. It's all, it's all good.
0: If you turn invisible, don't worry.
1: Yeah, let me, uh, let me roll for casting invisibility on them. Hocus, pocus, invisible, bilbabo. <laughs> and
2: I got a, I got an eight. They all fade into invisibility. Great, but something tells you that it's not gonna last terribly long. Okay." I did a fantastic
1: job. That went perfectly. <laughs> However, I'm sensing some dark magic that's going to cause them to turn visible kind of soonishly. That's not my fault. So we got to go fast. It's <laughs> a lot
2: of people, Donovan. Don't you have to feel bad. <laughs> Are you just turning the homeless people or is it also like Brian and Carl and Athena? and? Yeah, I wanted to get Lou's team.
3: Carl is saying he's going to try to help us. Do we want to turn him invisible, too?
1: No, let's leave them visible, then. Yeah.
3: Carl?
2: Carl, yeah. Okay. Okay. So everybody else is returning invisible. And so at that point...
0: Including all of us, we're, we're going invisible?
5: No, no, we're not.
2: Oh. No, no, no. Just... Okay, so the, the people who are now invisible are Drew. Yes. Brian, Sigmund, and Sam... Mm-hmm. Lou and Athena, mm-hmm. Susan and Bruce, but th- I'd say at this point, all the invisibility is going to wear off around the same time. And then about eight homeless guys. So, I mean, this is a, this is a big spell, dude. Like you don't have to feel a bad about that. It was pretty good.
0: Uh,
1: it's a lot of people. You know, I mean, if I could just get some fluids and, and a little rest, I'm sure I could, I could do better. But anyway, <laughs> so let's hurry. <laughs> I think we need to go up to, this, to the second sub-basement, right, and explore that. Should we tell the invisible folks that we're rescuing to just, Hall took us out of here without us? I mean, Lou and, and their team is competent. They can lead the homeless out.
3: Yeah, I turn to Athena and I, I say, do you think you, you, know, you and, and Lou can, can get everyone out of here? Uh, I don't know the, how much time you have.
5: Did we have two orderlies with us? It's Ambrose and the... Yeah, Kevin. And Kevin. What if Kevin... Kevin knows his way around there, right? Right?
2: But you also have have Sigmund who can... Like, you've got people who can get you... Get them out of the... At least out of this building. Where they go from there is kind of up to you guys. Like, what do you want them to do once they get out of the building?
3: So we have our van. They could take the van. We could figure out another way out. Giving them our only mode of
5: transportation...
4: Bruce can just bite somebody for transportation.
5: Oh,
2: that's true. 12 or 14 people.
5: What if Kevin and Sigmund take the people that we don't need weighing us down while we investigate <clears throat> this mystery? Sorry, it sounds awful. But take the
3: people out to like leave, like help them escape.
2: Mm-hmm. Help them escape.
3: Can Vic maybe uh, I was trying to think if we could pick them up like off. Like, get them out of the CryptoCore campus and get them picked up. Well, aren't they invisible?
0: I mean, it shouldn't be that hard for invisible people to walk out of a building unnoticed.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but it's a big campus in the middle of
0: nowhere. Like, how far are they going to get before they... Well, that's why
5: you send Kevin with them.
0: I mean, even if they just walk out to the edge of the the CryptoCore campus and chill out on the side of the road for a while, I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, at least they're out of the...
2: Is that what you're suggesting, Zeke?
0: Yeah, I think that we don't need to have them like transport themselves back to town necessarily. We we just want them out of this area. So once they re that nobody will see them. So, you know, so they could just walk out of the building, go to the edge of the campus, kind of sit in a discreet spot, and.
2: All right. Well, what Sigmund says is says, "Hey, look, I know of a couple places on here that people don't usually go." like storage rooms, other places. We can go take everybody and hunker down there until this is figured out. We'll be on the outer edges of the campus, but not, you know, we're not wandering through the desert, trying to get back to Baghdad.
3: Okay. Past security. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: not on the outside of security. You're still on the campus of the CryptoCore base, but you're not like where most of the traffic coming and going is. It's like an out stored they building. won't
0: be noticed in other words
3: yes, they
2: won't be no- like when they become visible they won't be visible
3: and everyone agrees to go yes that sounds like a plan all right sigmund thank you thank you for keeping everyone safe
2: thanks siggy he gives you a thumbs up which you can't see because he's
3: invisible <laughs> <laughs> is our phone something that we can because they don't have anything i'm assuming they've been locked up Do we have an extra phone we can give them or some way that we can?
2: Well, we're assuming that Drew's going with them. So Drew can have her phone with you. Like you can contact them through Drew.
3: Oh, great. Drew could go. And actually, I give Athena my phone so that she can try to get that video out.
2: All right. That makes sense.
5: How? How how are you giving her your phone? (laughs) She's invisible, which means you can't see
3: her and she can't see you. I have not let her go. Oh, I've like right now we are holding hands.
0: Oh, there's nothing creepy about that. No,
3: I have not left. She knows I'm there. Now I told her and I have not let her go. So I, I hand her my
0: phone.
2: I mean, even though you're invisible, the little things aren't going to be noticed. Like you can be like, I'm over here to your right. Warmer, warmer. Like you can figure stuff like that out. Like, well, not- I
0: mean, just because you're invisible, like she could just walk over and grab the phone off of. Susan, right? I or mean, she Susan just... could put the phone on the floor, like it, like this thing.
3: <laughs> I'm putting it in her hand. I'm putting it in her hand, and I say, "Get this video to Jason."
0: And she, she drops, drops it. it. It smashes on on the floor. <laughs>
2: oh
3: <laughs> my gosh! Uh, she puts it safely into her pocket. She knows all my passwords, so.
2: All right. So the first group of people are taking off. Lou and Sigmund are leading this very large group of invisible people out of the hallway and up through the elevator and out the way they are keeping everybody together is that sigmund is leading the way louis uh bringing up the rear and he's making sure that they kind of all stay together and so they are up and we can say reasonably up and out but you guys are still in the third sub-basement waiting for the elevator to come back down if you're gonna leave okay so beth and zeke and donovan
1: are visible and at the elevator and we're going to have to keep blending in guys. We're going to have to keep pretending that we're, you know, working here. Zeke, you're wearing orderly clothes now, right?
0: Well, I've got on some kind of a, um, what do we call that? A coverall that is for some type of job here. He looks like yeah, it looks like a maintenance. It
2: looks like a maintenance or a janitor.
0: Yeah. Like that's what I'm, yeah. Like a maintenance dude.
1: Okay. And Beth and I look like security. So we're going to, we're going to,
3: can I maybe I know that we didn't want to strip the the guard but is there anything she's wearing that I could take from her to kind of disguise myself at this point because I
2: before we were turned invisible you and Bruce were still dressed as security guards.
3: Oh okay. Yeah. All right, never mind. Good. We're good.
2: Okay.
1: So let's keep the ruse going, invisible folks, you know, do what you've been doing, spread out and and spy around us, and uh, yeah, let's all get in the elevator
2: and go to the next floor. So we're on the third sub-level, right? Mm-hmm. You're on the third hidden basement. This building has a second floor, a main floor, a basement, and that's what everybody knows about. Below that are three more basements.
0: Okay, we're on the bottom one. So we're like floor negative four. So we need
3: to go up to basement two. Yes. Alright, so we're going up one, because we're on the let's bottom. Let's
2: go up one.
0: Yeah, yeah right. okay. All right.
2: Okay. You go up one floor, and when it opens up, it looks like laboratories and offices. This is different than the experimenting stations downstairs. This place has been kind of renovated, so it's been updated. Everything looks new. The labs are like glass cubicles, pretty much glass rooms that you can look into. There are people sitting in desks typing up reports. There are Some rooms that are kind of look like testing equipment with chemicals and those things that spin around to separate the blood cells, um, centrifuges. And there's just all sorts of sciencey stuff going on in here.
1: Next time on What Is Not. Did somebody
2: not put the pot back on the coffee correctly? Because it's a mess in here.
0: Oh, We've been working on our efficiencies. We've watched many videos in HR.
1: Do you know, is anybody doing any research on any kind of paranormal, magical creatures? Well, it is kind of what we do here.
2: You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libson.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content geek 2 If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com Individual players and GMs' social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com